0: You're listening to a podcast produced by Kayama Community Radio. And I'd like to welcome Neil Riley, our mayor.
1: Hi there, how are you, Bernie? I'm
0: good, how are you? I'm well. Uh, you're all dressed up today? Oh,
1: the top half is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have got your jeans on, I know. I guess. have got my good jeans, yeah, <laughs> but
1: they're the good ones.
0: So that was Kyama Kevin Sullivan. We love Kyama, don't we? Oh,
1: look, uh, I think uh, he's an inspiring kind of guy. He is. Quite quite apart from, um, you know, talent and music and the whole family.
0: And forensic science. Oh, and forensic science, yes, yes, there's always that. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: But uh, I, I just love someone who has the passion and the love of the place where he lives to be able to write such a such a beautiful song, and it's and it is it just brings a smile, you know, I know. just a smile. I know, love
0: it. Um, now, after my first question for you, is about taller buildings. The decision to allow taller buildings in the main street of Kayama. So it's an important question to ask and explore, really the rationale behind the decision, and um, its potential impact on the community and uh, how we balance economic development with preserving the town's character. How would you answer that?
1: Sure. Look, it was here, I think, when we released the town centre plan and the heritage uh, uh, district um, uh, plans, and the whole idea of releasing those things together was that they were developed in harmony with each other. And when it came time, uh, rather, some of the advice that I received was "Oh, do, do one, then the other, and, and, and I, I didn't want that. I wanted both to go together because they are hand in glove. And and I think I mentioned this at the time. Now, they went on public exhibition, and we had, like, not very much um, feedback yeah. as a result of that, but I, I made it clear that they were an exhibition. I think I in my Bugle column, I spoke of it and uh, it was on the uh, council website and so on. But we didn't get, uh, you know, any... When the when the exhibition period was over, there wasn't too much of a kerfuffle. And I think that what we need here in Kiama is to make some decisions. Now, those decisions will never be easy, but they all involve uh, a larger Kiama, uh, just as the population of the... Uh, The Earth grows, so does the population of Kiama, and it will. We can either take from our um, green rolling hills that sort of rural landscape that uh, a lot of people come here for. You know, we have the beaches and the iconic trees and all of that sort of stuff, but a lot of people come for just the the serene nature of our surrounds, and. I don't really want to start eating up those uh, grass-covered hills with concrete. I don't, I don't want that to happen. Uh, I know that uh, there are some that do, and I think that those that work on the land, and I appreciate the difficulties they've got trying to survive, and I know that, uh, you know, dairy farming is particularly difficult, but still, I think there are better uses than creating housing estates all over the place. So that when people live here and people come here to play or to work or, or just, to, uh, just to, to, to visit and have a bit of time out of their lives, they do not want to see giant housing estates, besides which we do not have the infrastructure for them. And that's very clear. There is a, uh, a very poor development, I believe, that has been approved by the state, but it, there hasn't been much movement. And that's uh, uh, you know adjacent to South Kiama Drive we i don't think anybody wants that uh maybe the people who own the land do but uh in terms of making decisions generationally i don't think that was a good one i don't think it's a good so one
0: so i guess the question would be if we're increasing the density of what we've got in the town center how are we going to how are we going to manage that infrastructure wise and parking and, sure. and all and of that I, I guess people are a bit nervous about that because it will Im- implicate other other aspects
1: it 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 really will and so we have a very strong town centre dcp um it is uh going to become part or parts that are going to come part of uh, our local environment plan and that is uh, black letter law uh we will be able to uh dictate and i use the word advisedly given some of the comments mm. <laughs> that we've heard recently of of sinister and um what was the other word Um uh, uh, oh it doesn't matter but anyway the whole idea of it is that we have controls and the controls uh, mandate how much parking there mm. must be for these for these places now whether they're uh, they're above the ground whether they're below the ground uh, they have to be uh, so that'll
0: all be accommodated within the
1: it'll it'll be uh, build. <laughs> i haven't seen any plans at this stage but i do have a standing uh Offer to the owners, which are level thirty-three, uh, to talk to them and to uh, to help uh, help understand what their plans are and how we can help them uh, to realise those plans within the framework of planning that we have created. Mm. So that uh, if we've got uh, a certain number of um, uh, retail uh, outlets on the uh, on the bottom, and uh, I imagine that that's going to be the case. Yep. Uh, we will have adequate parking for those. Uh, if we're going to have a number of um, residential properties uh, above uh, and going up, um, we will have parking that, that, that must, be, must happen there. Uh, we have to think of, uh, of the future in terms of generations. At the moment, we've had the same shops, uh, the same arrangements for decades. And nothing much has been done about it because no one's built anything new. Mm. So there isn't any requirement to, to make additional car parking and that sort of stuff. But now there is.
0: And what about the aesthetics of it? Um, because obviously we're very proud of our time. How do we manage that aspect of it?
1: Having a look at the main street, I can only think the aesthetics will, will improve. improve. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. The other thing is that... Uh, it is on the uh, the southern side of the street so that the northern side will be facing, you know, the, the sun, basically. Mm. So there's not going to be a great overshadowing onto this. We won't have those dark canyons. Mm. Uh, and I've seen other areas where they've built up both sides of the street and, you know, what sounded like a good plan is a... You know, just doom. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, I think that we're on the one side of the street that isn't going to cast shadows. We have um, uh, a fair bit of uh, control over what's going to happen with the uh, the appearance. Um, I'm uh, very confident that uh, Level 33, uh, who will be building this, will be. Um, the guy has told me, his name is Eddie Hadid, and he's told me that he wants this to be his icon. this is going to be something that he will be remembered for and and I trust him I've spoken to him a number of times with regard to the uh the settlement of the uh of of the uh uh the purchase that he made and he he was look it wasn't exactly what we wanted but he told me when it was going to happen and that was exactly when it happened so you know, we, we, we had to sit in our hands for a while, but it all worked out okay in the end. So, and I reckon he uh, and his company have done a pretty good job in other uh, construction areas where I've seen them work. With regard to the, uh, the the building heights, I think it is a much more sensible idea to go up in the centre of towns where the infrastructure exists, where it's close to uh, you know a lot of amenities, but also also you know practically close like. You know, we've we've got sewerage that is close. We've got, uh, you know, water, electricity, uh, and uh, we want to create somewhere that's got a bit of walkability to it. It would be um, it would be nuts just to say go on, build as high as you like, because what we've done is we have specified where we believe it can go to uh, to, to to six stories, and where it can't.
0: Where can it go?
1: Uh, sorry Just on the On the corners On the corners
0: Yeah
1: Opposite the The arch uh, Opposite the arch Yeah um, I've seen uh, It's you know It's certainly not Going to detract From the arch mm. the, the leaning Tower of Kayama. <laughs> <laughs> Um It's uh, And look I love the arch I think it's a, a Great thing We had uh, our uh, Remembrance Day Ceremony out there And it mm. It still You know it Brings a, a tear To my eye To see the The lists up the side And you know What they mean Um but uh, it's not going to track from the town. If you stand on the um on the park side <clears throat> and then you look south, there's not much you can you can see of, mm. of 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 the hills and and all of that sort of stuff. It's it's quite a uh quite a different thing. So if you if you build up on that, it's it's not going to be terribly, terribly noticeable. Um but what is noticeable should be designs with good aesthetics in mind. Okay.
0: Now, um, we have – I have Mayor Neil Riley with me. The time is 8.18. I've got another question, and this has just come in. Sure. So, um, for the Mayor, how do you think the new development in Acuna Street will impact small businesses on Terralong Street, and won't the proposed lane closure that goes through the arcade impact the access to these same small businesses. That's your question.
1: Okay. Um, with regard to the impact of uh, the businesses on Terra Long Street, um, the council, when they um, purchased the uh, old printing uh, area of uh, the Independent, Kiama Independent, uh, if we were to just stick with that, it, it, it probably would never have been able to be sold. So what we did. Uh, we had uh, Mitre 10 that were leaving and they offered it to council. Um, it just wasn't economically viable for them to have it. Uh, it was my thought that the idea of having um, Mitre 10 um, uh, articulating into the the main uh, um, uh, retail area would be great because it created a kind of an L shape and where Mitre 10 is could easily be a direct conduit into the other. Now, what I wanted was uh, an area uh, that people could walk down the main street, come up to where Mitre 10 is or the collective is now and then walk straight through to the second tier of of shops. Mm. So there would be an articulation from the main street to this back one. I have seen uh, areas, and they call them dumbbells. I saw it in... um, in Batemans Bay where they opened another shopping centre which was away from the centre of town. It killed the centre of town. It just killed it. There's the, you know, you can fire a shot down there. But what I wanted to do was incorporate it into the centre. Okay. The thought also is if you've ever been, uh, you know, on a, on a road trip, you see that uh, all the McDonald's and the KFCs and the uh, whatever there are, you know, Big Ben Jack... <laughs> I don't know what they yeah. are. Um, they, that, they they cluster them together, and the idea is that it's good for everybody. You know, people want to buy food; they want choice, and uh, if they're all together, it makes things easier. My um, feeling is that it will uh, enhance business for those on the main street, uh, and it will uh, it will draw people into those shops as well as the whatever the new area is going to be with regard to the proposed uh, road closure look I, I i'm to be brutally honest I, i'm not a hundred percent on top of that i've got a few other things on my mind mm. uh, i i want to see the plans uh the plans that uh, will will eventually be the new shopping center i haven't seen them they i, I believe they've been submitted but uh, and and really, I can't get too involved in the in the planning process. But I want to see them. I just want to mm. have a feel for what's there. Uh, the um, uh, joint regional planning panel, if that's what it's still called, will be the ones that make the decision on whether they can carry through with their DA plans or not. Not uh, not council because it is uh, of a uh, of, of a cost and a structure that's going to. Uh, uh preclude council we'll probably do all the work all the assessments and and so on but the decision will be with uh, the independent planning council
0: okay i hope um i hope that's enough for our listener for now but, um, it's never enough for maybe your we can, I know. <laughs> maybe we can report back to them another time. Look, we, once you've looked without, the having, plans, without having seen the plans, once you've looked at the, the plans, and we can confirm what 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 it's going to mean for everybody. So that that would be great. And if, on the strength of this conversation, we can get back to them, that would be sure. That would be good. Um, yeah. Okay. Next question. Next uh, question. Neil Wiley. <laughs> Okay, so we have lived in our current location in Hothersall Street for many years now and have noticed the enormous increase in truck traffic noise, especially at night. The main problem is trucks travelling north and downhill on the highway using vacuum braking on the section between the Jamboree Road overpass and Bombo Station. This is a residential area and affects residents on the eastern side in Brown, Gibbs and Hothersall Street area. And on the western side, residents on both sides of Jamboree Road. Could the council lobby Transport New South Wales to erect some residential area, no vacuum breaking signs in an appropriate area? Those signs are evident in residential areas where major roads go downhill.
1: I think that's a great idea, and I'd be more than happy to advocate for those people to do that. Um, I, I, I live reasonably. Close to the to the uh, sort of freeway, the new bypass as they call it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I know exactly what uh, your uh, your listener uh, is saying. Mm. The trucks come down; they kind of keep in a low gear, and they use the uh, the, the the vacuum of uh, inside the motor to to create the braking. Yeah. And uh, it uh, it it the the noise is incredible. They, they come down the hill and they go sort of and then as mm. they hit that that spot it's sort of and you know it's a real mm. it's a real yeah. thing yeah uh, I thought when I first sort of lived where I live mm. that it was someone you know with one of those uh, pull-along suitcases mm. on the rough tarmac of the of the street it sounded just like that but like three times the volume yeah so look i'm i'm more than happy to advocate for that i'll, I'll speak to uh our local member um gareth ward yep. uh and uh, see what he can uh, he can uh, help us with uh it is a, a a state matter the highways but it really is impacting us at this level so yeah happy to happy to do that
0: fantastic so to that listener uh the mayor is in support and he's going to have a chat with gareth yeah our friend gareth and and see where we go with that absolutely Thank you so much. So Neil, um, our Mayor's here to answer some questions. And the next question is about the sale of the southern car park on Acuna Street. Yeah. Um, you last week when we talked about fire sale, etc. You didn't say much about how much you were going to get for, for example, for the car park. And it looks like you got a good deal. You got six, over six million, six million eighty thousand. Is that right? Um, more than the projected what was thought to be four million something like that so but you were it were under some sort of confidentiality period for 35 yeah. days what's that about
1: look it's uh, it's a requirement when you know when, when council as an arm of the state government uh enters into any divestment whatsoever there are very very strict rules about how that plays out and in the terms of uh, confidentiality, we can't speak about the price that we've got until the basically the money's in the bank. Mm. Um, the idea being that if we start crowing about having a terrific price, what is the purchaser going to think, and what are other potential purchasers going to think? So if if we sort of do a deal and it still has the you know it hasn't settled. Um, and we say, oh, we've got a great price, we've done a terrific deal, we, you know, weren't we good, the people might say, no, you're not, because we haven't uh, we haven't agreed to this sale yet. We haven't settled, hmm. and, uh, and we may not. Um, then they may pull out and they say, well, you know, these guys are crowing about their price. We should offer them less, because now we've got them.
0: Right.
1: You know, they, they're, they're yep. locked in. Uh, the other thing is that other people may want to buy it. Let's say something happens to that company, and they can't proceed, uh, they know that we're in a bind. So they're going to use that to commercial advantage. And anything that's going to give a person uh, or an organisation commercial advantage, we have to treat it as strictly confidential until that deal is completed. Mm. So I think it's a very sensible thing, uh, and I think it's very wise for anybody who's selling anything, wait wait until the deal is done before you start uh, crowing about the price. But it is a good price. And uh, considering that this has been on the books for a sale for eight years, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the only people that sort of are talking about fire sale are those that don't want council to do anything full stop. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, this is not a fire sale. It's taken uh, eight years. Uh, we contemplated including it in the Akuna Street and we felt that that, uh, that may create problems with construction and conflicts. Uh, so we kept it separate. Uh, it's basically a year apart, yeah. if you if you like. Uh, the money is uh, is is good for what it is. That's a car park, and we've had aerial surveys done, so you can see that there's hardly a park in Kiama that's that's you know unused. Uh, but that particular area, there's always fifty you know car spaces that are that are there that haven't been used. Uh, for some reason, it's on a hill. It's quite steep, mm. and people. Perhaps you know elderly people don't want. I talk about elderly people. I are one, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, the, uh, the 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 steepness of the car park means that people don't want to sort of uh, just go that that extra. Uh, height and uh, it's just uncomfortable when you're walking down so it wasn't very heavily used
0: so development plans and intentions so easy cleaning pty limited yep they have not yet lodged a development application for the site and they I mean, they haven't indicated their intentions, is that right? So what discussions or commitments were made during the negotiation process regarding, um, you know, the future use of that property? Sure.
1: Have you ever sold a house? Yeah. What what did you insist on the people who bought the house? I don't think I
0: could insist much.
1: No, neither can we.
0: Really? Well, the truth is
1: we're selling uh, a plot of land. Uh, And if we tried once... When we first put a Cooner Street on the uh, mm. uh, with a real estate agent, and we thought that we could be terribly, terribly prescriptive, and uh, in reality we had no influence whatsoever. We we owned the land; it was bought as an investment, and we sold the land as an investment. The return on both of these uh, lots of land was good, and the way that we can control what goes there is through our town centre DCP. Mm. Uh, that's the only controls that we can have. So if you sell your house and you say, well, look, you know, we don't want you to uh, just knock it down. We want you to repaint uh, my old house and mm. people would laugh at you and say, no, I'm, I'm not going with that. But here, we'll buy your land and, and, and why don't you go away? We, we, can't, we can't dictate the, the, the next use of that. It's a simple sale of one investment
0: I guess uh, what I've read on a few of our community pages was that danger, we, we, danger. Lack, we, we also lack car park. Um, so, yeah, but you're saying that it wasn't used essentially Look, very much. Two Is that point, right? Two points. Yeah.
1: Um, we're doing a traffic study at the moment. And uh, that's going to ah, oh,
0: that's been delayed though, hasn't it? Yes, it has. Because I have read the annual report,
1: I, I, and you're a very good, <laughs> good girl, good girl for reading the <laughs> annual report. I'll, I'll give you a, I'll, I'll give you a koala stamp. Uh, yeah, uh, and I'll, I'll ask for just a brief report on our report. But <laughs> I can give you okay, that. <laughs> if, uh, if I was to uh, if I was to take uh, any notice of the um, uh, social media, Yeah, yeah. Um, you wouldn't get up in the morning. Fair no, enough. No, fair there enough. are a lot of fair hateful enough. people. Fair
0: enough. Hateful people who
1: hide their identity, but they can't hide their bias. You know, between there's, there's yeah. people who have applied for jobs at council and missed out, maybe former council employees. They're, you just don't know. There are people okay. who maybe their bin wasn't collected in February 1972, and, 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 and they're still holding a, a, a bias. I, I see such hateful words come to our social media um if 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 i was to respond to them i wonder what i would do would i just say look i tell you what council will just give it away
0: yeah and and i and i agree with you it can be very hateful but then occasionally you know you think well you know, maybe somebody's. I mean, uh, you know, how do we get the perspective of everybody? I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? It's well, really it, difficult it to yeah. get everybody's yeah. opinion we, we promote about that, what uh, should we do. Yeah. Uh,
1: look, we promoted the uh, the town centre and the uh, heritage uh, DCP and, mm. and so on, and like two responses, two, three responses. Oh, really? Not a not a great deal. But now we're going to build it. Everybody's cranky, aren't they? Right. Okay. You show, you know, you show yeah. sinister sides of yourself. Uh, yeah. You know, all you want to do is take the money. Well, we, we've got the money. We, mm. we owned it. We had it for uh, since 2016. Bought it for eight mil. Sold it for 28. With regard to that, uh, that car park, it's, uh, it's been a, uh, a, council asset for an awfully long time. Mm. But it's in a commercial centre. Um, it, it, it wasn't particularly working well as a car park. So for the people of Kiama, we now have um, $6 million that we didn't have before. Yeah. And whatever they build there, uh, they are going to be required to have adequate parking.
0: I think, Neil, we've got time for maybe one more question. Sure. go to work. Uh, major subdivision at Spring Creek, subdivision plan, sixty seven residential lots, Dido Street, on public exhibition on the website until the fifth of December. Uh, one community lot, sixty semi-detached dwellings, seven detached, et cetera. Um, so that was lodged on the nineteenth of May. Uh, valued at $35 million. Uh, Concerns from the people of Dido Street about um, potential improvements to the Dido Street Bridge and the impact of increased traffic on accessibility. What do you think about that?
1: Okay. Um, I think that uh, that area needs a bridge. It really does. It's subject okay. to flooding. Uh, we are in the midst of... Um, impacts of uh, climate change and that's that's been shown to be real we've got um much more intense weather events Mm. that are happening happening with much higher frequency so there does need to be a bridge there Uh, there is no doubt about that it would be good if we could get someone else to pay for it whether it be the state government or, or whatever, mm. uh, or, or a, a developer, but I don't think that um, that, uh, that particular development has been um, cleared for or given the OK. It is still subject to assessment, and part of that assessment is the legal time that uh, we must um, put it on exhibition, and we're doing that. Um, if, uh, if the time is uh, too short people should contact council and let us know why they think it's too short and why they can't oh, put so things you've, together
0: you've, you've actually answered that question because some residents had expressed concern about that about the exhibition period for such a size of a subdivision Look, um,
1: uh, as, a, as a council we've been nothing with, but, but flexible with this. When we were okay. talking
0: about um,
1: the, um, uh, the reclassification of land at Blue Haven, people said oh it's not long enough, it's not long enough. Well it was exactly what the, the law required. But, you know, we, we said, well, if it's not long enough, we'll give you some more time. Uh, I, I I don't... I'm not the arbiter of that. Uh, our uh, uh, director of planning is the, the person who will do that. But we've shown ourselves to be very flexible in that area
0: before. OK. Uh, was that, that was rezoned from rural landscape to low residential in 2019. So... Yeah, it's been a bit of time since. Okay, we've got that. Um, next question. Okay, I have read the the annual report. You keep
1: mentioning that, and you've done so well to do so. Uh,
0: yes, and I, and maybe I need to spend more time on this because I have done my homework for next week. Is that oh, okay? That's just – I think that's terrific. But I will mention that I did, throughout that report, not, not notice – uh, I think Kiama Community Radio, this is just a little beef on my part, uh, on our part. Uh, Kaima Community Radio was mentioned once, and that's when um, our great friend um, Fred Hollis was mentioned because he does transport for Banera, is that right? Uh, in fact, he did some great podcasts um, with the people on board the bus yeah. In fact, uh, it was listening to those that I started to think what a great idea and I'd like to get involved in it. Um and then it mentioned that he also volunteers with us which he which he does. Yes. Um but we weren't mentioned otherwise just mention I'm just saying. We're just saying
1: that uh, <laughs> our whole annual report is flawed. <laughs> Um, but do you know what? Do you know what? Uh, to get a mention, I'm glad that we did mention it. Mm. Kaima Community Radio is not part of Kiama Municipal Council.
0: No, it's not. No, it's not. So... No. We we, we, we No, didn't, it's not.
1: We, I agree. We didn't, we didn't mention, no. uh, you know, the, the the fine housekeeping that I do in our house either. <laughs> Probably because that's not part of Kiama Community Council. But look, uh, I, I, I do... Understand the effort that goes into doing what you do here, and 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 I am very very grateful for the opportunity to speak with you directly and live. I find that the uh, that that benefits the community, in as much as that if I have to sit down and write a report on something, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I get sort of um, edgy about oh if I use this word what will they think if I use that word what will they think. Whereas mm-hmm. when it's live, I say what I say from the heart, and and. You know it may suit some people, it may not, but it's it's mm. it's the facts as well as i can I can mm. present them. Uh, you also promote local artists uh local music, you paid Penny and the Mystics, which was local you yep. paid mr Sullivan uh, yes. uh, before, and I just think that's that's fabulous. The other thing too is it gives uh, gives us opportunities for what's happening in the area sporting wise and all mm. that sort of stuff and i think it's very important that we support you and so i
0: hope we're a voice of the community because that that's important isn't it look i i think that you you it's really hard to say
1: you're the voice of the community. I think that you are part of the voice of the community.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not saying we're, we're holding the voice of the community. No, no, but, no. But, but, but anyone, an can, anyone can phone, anyone can text in and ask yeah. you those questions and, and hear from you. I did notice that Wave FM were mentioned, though. I'm just saying. I'm just saying they were mentioned somewhere. They, in there, they, they were a, they
1: were a sponsor to our <laughs> New Year's Eve fireworks, and uh, they oh, give council lots and lots okay. of money. And we are forever grateful oh, do for, they? for for the fireworks. They're a sponsor. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah, and they they, they do a great job. Not only of um, uh, you know, and, and look, it's not millions of dollars, but mm. you know they they contribute. The other thing is that as a mechanism of um, uh, tourism outside of our own area, Mm. they form a very valuable uh, resource. Um, And I know that uh, as one radio station... I've never heard one radio station say another radio station is just terrific and well-deserving of your support. (laughs) Um, But uh, I I, I do... Look, I try and promote you as much, you know, kind mm. of like community radio, as much as I can. And I think it's great that uh, I have an opportunity to do this and, you know, th- they... You know, your, your questions, I, I never vet them. I never say, oh, don't ask me that. Or mm. don't, I, you just ask them and that's just fine and I think it's an honest way of doing business. With regard to the annual report, I think it's a beautiful document. Claire Doble uh, put that together almost single-handedly and there is a lot of gathering of facts. There is a mm. lot of presentation uh, put put into that, that particular document and uh, if, if we could mention... The, the Red Cross. If we could mention, um, you know, the Scouts, the the RSL, yeah. the, you know, all of that, I, I I think we should. And I think that maybe when things get a little bit um, more stable with council, we'll be after, you know, we, we'll be happy to to look at um, whatever we can do to support those groups, in, including your own, uh, much more. So look, if it's only mentioned once, I think that's <laughs> that's, that's good. Well, it's. <laughs> I'll have it stricken from the record immediately. No, I, I think it's good that we mention it, but uh, I understand the, I'm only the frustration. I'm, know, only,
0: I'm only having you on. <laughs> Neil Riley, thank you very much for joining me this morning. It's again. an absolute pleasure. See you next Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Eight o'clock. See you. Good day. See you. This podcast was produced by Kiama Community Radio.